I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, I'm Jules. Hello, I'm Sarah. And welcome to Jules and Sarah, the podcast. Oh, well, welcome. Hello and hi. Gosh, it's lovely to be here. It is. And also, this is the kind of weather that we really benefit from my house. Yeah. Flat. (laughs) Not getting much light. It's sensational. I have completely, once again, underestimated the weather. I thought the weather had turned. I thought it was cold. And I came in a jacket. I've got my jeans back on. I have been boil in the bag. I am so hot. You You are steamed. You couldn't squiddle me into your flat quick enough. No, and the moment you walk into my flat in the heat, it's cold, isn't it? Oh, it's, like, it's lovely. Oh, oh, I don't want to leave. I've decided not to it's go It's fine, before. I've got the air- blow up bed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can get in between Dutch and I. Evening, Dutch. <laughs> Move over, that's it. <laughs> Coming up on the podcast today, all manner of fun and frolics. News from the North, of course. Jules has given me a slight indication of news from the North. It's about a stowaway. Is it? You said it was short and sweet. It is short and sweet, but it's about a stowaway. Well, fun. Very, very fun. Looking forward to that. Mine, you will... (laughs) Mine's about a career change. Ooh, I'm interested. You will love it. You're going to love that. Uh, June, I've been home. I've been back to June's. And I do just need to start off the podcast by saying June's... Slimming World Saturday Curry Night was a triumph. Oh. Because do you remember I said that last time I'd been back, she'd made a fish pie and a lasagna. Oh, you didn't get it? Yeah. Well, she'd already eaten the fish pie, it turns Snaffled. out. Yes, that would have been robbed of us all. Um, and she did say that the lasagna might come out, but there was no need for it in the she end. She didn't have time didn't, to thaw that was, beast no, out. No, there was nothing. That'll do her another day, right? She's got winter Honestly, coming. Though, June's got to think. <laughs> She, I mean, the onions June chopped this weekend for those. She made four curries. Four curries she made this weekend for Slimming World. Open for business. Absolutely. She did noms the lot. It was, she did really well. A little round of applause, actually, for June's curry night because she was very worried about it. There was a lot of elements to consider, a lot of spices, a lot of things going, coming in, going out, things getting ground, you know? <laughs> that, that spice rack's never seen so much action. Oh, my God, that drawer, in, out, in, out. They've all gone back in the wrong place. She won't be able to find her paprika for weeks. <laughs> <laughs> the lot, everything was out. <laughs> Mayhem. Um, I have also been home so we've got Terrific. tales of Sheila. We've got Dutch was with me. We've got lots of stories to tell Perfect. this week. Looking forward to that. Um, I, now this will surprise you, you'll like this. I drove 
part of the way home. Enjoying part of. Part of, <laughs> yes. So this is what happened. John drove up fine. And then on the way back... And how back, does it take from your drive home? Well, it, it's meant to take about three and a half, four hours. But we got... Oh, it was a dreadful journey. You know when you get there and they go, how was your journey? It was a dreadful journey. I had a similar journey up to Manchester last week Did too. you? Yeah, oh, awful. it was terrible traffic. They took us off the M1. We ended up somewhere in Leicester. It was a nightmare. You know when you look at the sat-nav and the time's not going down? Do you it's ever do up. that? Yeah. yeah. When it's like two, four, two hours 45 for about 20 minutes. It's still at two hours 45. Stressful. It was that sort of journey. Anyway, we were coming back and I've got this app that I was telling you about that is called Next Junction. So the idea is rather than going to the service stations and eating a bit of dry fish and chips for £15, it will tell you a nice little pub, right, that's just off the motorway that you can go and find. So we did. It wasn't as nice as I wanted, truth be told, for the nice little pub. I had real ideas. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, you know, somebody playing an accordion, that sort of thing. Silicon it was actually, napkin. yeah, <laughs> it was a Monday lunchtime and they were about to close, so if you're going to order, I'd get it in. Oh. It was that sort of thing. Very, very, very thick cut chips. Very, very, very thick. Are you sure you didn't order a waffle? Yeah. <laughs> It was just a potato in half. That's what it was. Oh, interesting. Yeah, roast potatoes, basically. Um, but I, so then after the pub, I was like, I'm going to drive. Because it gives you something to do, doesn't it, on a journey? I know that's a weird thing to say, but it actually sort of passes the time because I think it's worse being in the passenger seat. Because at least if you're driving, you've got something to do. You can concentrate on your driving, right? And also, I like that I... If only you could have seen (laughs) mine and Dutch's trip back from the north this weekend. Dutch can't drive. So it was a very different conversation (laughs) as I was reaching delirium and short fuse. Yes, absolutely. And fancied a nap. I also like that because I'm driving, I've got the radio controls to my thumbs. Mm. Do you know what I mean? The little paddles so I can change anything up and down the volume. I can, I'm can. i in control, Basically which I Nintendo. like. But one thing I like is being stuck behind a lorry. Nothing makes me feel... I look, You know what I'm like? I drive like a pensioner, right? Being stuck behind a lorry... Oh, in the slow lane is my dream. Oh my god! Closest, the only thing I love more is an average speed check. <gasps> when you ha- when everybody has to go at fifty, oh, that is my dream on the motorway. <laughs> Throw in a chevron, I've never been happier. I love when they're like, everyone's got to go at fifty, guys. I'm like, yes. Brilliant. So now the chevrons I enjoy. Yes. But the average speed check, my brother, who is like a genius, was like, well, it's done on probability and the chance, like he worked it out in maths and worked out that you could probably go at 52 because it has to allow for discrepancies. Sure. Yes. So yes. Like, and you can work it out. Like, like, so if you're braking for a bit, if you're stuck behind someone, then you can speed up all that kind of stuff. So yeah. if, if we're slowed down almost to a halt, then the next bit you can really ramp it up. Oh, I it's, see. Because it's average speed it's check. doing it on the average. No, that's far too complicated for me. I'm just going to sit at 50. You Thank stick you in very Nana much. Lane, for I'll sure. just sit here in this middle lane annoying everyone. Uh, but don't you find, right, when you're driving, you know, if somebody does something like, I don't know, they veer slightly off or... Stressful. You know what I mean? Yeah, or they cut in front of you or something. But don't you find you want to get a good look at them? 
You know, when it's just the car, when you come to go past them, like you're having a little, having a, John was like, hmm, what's, what's going on with her then? And then you look in and you make a judgment. So John, there was this woman, oh, she couldn't change lanes. She was having a nightmare. She could not get her head round a blind spot. It was, I mean, she looked a bit of a liability. I was like, I'm getting rounder. So I went round and John just said, she was like leaning forward, wide eyed, just gripping the wheel. John was like, She's not confident. That's she what's calls going that on. a white knuckle ride. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Forget Disneyland. <laughs> you try that M56. <laughs> I love it though, having to get a good look at them. Oh, love. So, look, I mean, how was it? Well, speaking of um, going north, mm. I too went north to... Um... Going north sounds like a regional programme, doesn't yeah. it? <laughs> That's look north. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I um, filled the tank up and I was like, oh, God, you know, fasting. I was like, if I don't eat... Yes. Then, I, you know, it's a big journey, so I had to I had to buy stuff. Well, worked my way through a whole uh, slice thing of Gruyere cheese, oh. managed to get through with Emma Guns on the phone that was good conference calling then I had a whole bag of veggie Percy pigs that sent me loco yeah too many E numbers for fasting yeah. too many Percy's too many Percy's um, <laughs> on a stomach lined with Greer it was quite the moment um, also I treated myself to a Diet Coke oh and I had a bag of Doritos I'm really fussing up and I spilled the Doritos all over the floor oh, so it was no. hell on so when I arrived finally at my friend's house I had to like lift the mat out and kind of flick the Doritos on her stream and I put it back I definitely down. would have eaten them. I definitely would well, have Well, I got them. all within reach when oh, I was yeah. driving. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These are ones that I'd sat there for well oh, over two minutes. I'd have been tempted to pull over, actually. Oh, I'm not a pull over. I'm not a toilet stopper. Are you not? It's straight through crew with me. Is it? Yeah. yeah. <gasps> oh, There's no. no services. God, it's crack on. We stop and stop and stop. I love stopping. No, I just I can't stop to bear stretch it. my legs. I can't bear it. We, we when One of the stops that we did have, which I was a bit disappointed with, was a Starbucks drive through John wanted a coffee and also he needed to find something. The, the girls needed one of the headphones. So we pulled in and he was like, mm, I'll have a snack. What have you got here? And she just went, it's shortbread, but it's all broken. <laughs> it was all broken. Well, at least she was honest because Absolutely. that could have been disappointing as you pulled to window three. She was managing expectations. <laughs> you know, she's like, it's all broken. John was like, oh, is it free? No. <laughs> God, you think she'd be selling it as a crumb additive oh to God, your coffee. that's it. You think they'd knock 20p off? Do you well, know what I mean? The crumbs would sit on top of the froth. They'd love that in Starbucks. She could have really accessorised yeah, that, crumble. actually. Missing a, <laughs> missing a moment again. The I... crumble latte. <laughs> Starbucks, if you're listening. It'll be, it's only a matter of time before I get that Mary Porter's programme. Yes. Where they turn businesses around. That's what I do. That's it. I do that. You're going to launch the crumble latte. Anyway, <laughs> I then was working up there doing spray tans, yada, yada, yada. And I heard one of the best spray tan stories of my life. And you've heard some spray tan and stories. I've heard some stories. And I cannot believe I haven't told you this. Go on. Um, so I'm spray tanning a client. And um, I said, oh, have, you, have you ever had a spray tan before? She was like, actually, I have. And I said, oh, how was it? She was like, it was really stressful. And I said, oh, why? Why? What happened? And um, she said, well, I walked in and I'd never had a spray tan before. It was my last spray tan and it was my first spray tan. So you're my second. I was like, okay. And she said, and so I took my clothes off. I felt a bit nervous about getting undressed. And she said, I stood on sticky feet. And then she just started spraying me. We'd had no consultation. I'm quite pale. I wanted a glow. And I said to the girl, well, hang on. What shade are we doing? And the girl answered back. 
There's only one shade, babe, and it's party. And ah! she... <laughs> There's only one shade. And it's party. Oh, my God. So this poor woman, I had to then do, like, um, damage control. Yeah, to be like, right. You know, with me, it's it's a much different level. You were you're revisiting in, the scene. You're yes. in colour corrective tanning now. It's out of paradise. It's all really fabulous. Um, but she, I mean, one shade. It was one shade of tan. That was all there was. And it, and that tan's name was party. Oh, my God. That's Anything incredible. But, well, I then was like, mm, how was it? And she went, it was awful. Yeah. It was awful. Everyone in office were laughing at me. My hands are awful, all of this. I was like, mm, yes, perfect. That's what I like to hear. <laughs> That's wonderful. It's isn't so it? good, isn't, isn't it? So amazing. But I also want to hear, please, if you've had spray tan nightmares, please get in touch yes. because I love like, beauty nightmares. Yeah. Get in touch. I kind of might have something cooking. Like to know. Yeah. Um, so do feel free to DM it. Absolutely. Get in touch with those. I heard you'll love this. It's not a beauty. <laughs> You're going to love this story. This was about... So I was with my gorgeous friend Marcus and Marcus's mum, right? Last weekend, we went for brunch. And she was saying... Uh, I had uh, halloumi, potato hash, eggs and hollandaise. Fit. I had... Uh, Strong. I, I told them, I said, I don't want mushrooms and I don't want avocado. And they said, do you want more potato hash? I said, yes. <laughs> yes, I do. I, it, yet again, yeah. how are we friends? Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, Chris was telling me that her friend went to go and get a smear test, right? right. Went to the doctors and um, she said, oh, you know, if you just pop behind the curtain, take your trousers off, let me know when you're ready. Anyway, she popped herself behind the curtain, she got unchanged, she got changed and she nipped in a bag and just got a bit of a tissue for a freshen up. Do you know what I mean? Put a That's tissue. Polite. Put, I'm wish, so polite. Wish some of my clients would do that. Oh, God. Anyway, she put it round her like this. And the doctor came in and said, right, you're ready. Oh, what's this? <laughs> Leaned in and picked... It was a stamp. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? To be God. fair, I have had it before when someone's lifted their arms up for me to do underneath the breast and a cocoa pop's fallen out. No. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you've seen it all in this game. That's amazing. <laughs> that is sensational. Glitter, I always see stuck on people's well, this bodies. Was the other thing Marcus, said. Marcus was saying about somebody that he knew that had gone and got their, uh, you know, like their freshen up spray because they were going for a smear test, sprayed it all over, got to the doctors, whipped off the trousers. The doctor went, oh, you've made an effort. It was glitter spray. <laughs> <laughs> God, you'd be mortified. Oh, you would. Isn't that amazing? Oh, God, that hilarious. That was so funny. Listen, should we do a bit of correspondence? <laughs> yes. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? 
The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Now, this one is a bit of a sliding into the DMs, which is always appreciated. It's Hannah McKay. Ooh. Hi, Hannah. Uh, I'm going to make her Scottish because she's Hannah McKay. I haven't listened to this episode yet, but recently discovered your podcast. I listen non-stop whilst decluttering my apartment and I cannot thank you and Jules enough. It's so nice to hear that other people wobble as well, especially as I was wobbling when I discovered this. Mixed with a great sense of humour. Sorry, sorry, Anna. Mixed with a great sense of humour, I absolutely cannot get enough. I don't know Love what happened that. to Hannah's accent at the end there. Sorry, Hannah. Absolutely gorgeous. It got quite your rose, to be it honest. <laughs> uh, this one is from the Kate Tastic. Oh, great. Listening to this week's wobble on my way to work this morning was the best decision I made all day. Aww. Then she has a very creative use of the clapping hand emojis. Ooh. It was amazing. Nadine is the most empowering, badass businesswoman. And as someone who works in communications and social media, I was just so bloody inspired by her. Thank you, thank you for bringing such a wonderfully wobbly thing into the world. You two are the best. Lots of love, Kate. Kate. Yes, I mean, we must absolutely once again shout out Wobble. Wobble, the second series, it's in full flow, it's in full swing. It's wobbling about left, right and centre. It is, and we're absolutely loving it. We've got some amazing guests coming up. Um, A massive hiya. This is from Shannon. Hello, Sarah. And hopefully Jules will see this too. Listening to all your podcasts on a big summer road trip through British Columbia in Canada. And I just wanted to say how much I loved your latest episode of Wobble with Nadine. I thought her business and career advice was exactly the inspiration I needed to hear as I have some big things happening with my opera company, White Mills Theatre Company, she's a thesp, that I started with my best mate about two years ago. This summer, we've been creating our website, social media, logo branding, trying to expand our collaborations and funding, and it can all get a bit overwhelming when you're out of your depth or things aren't perfect the way you think they should be. But after listening, I'm much more inspired to take risks and jump in head first. It is a comfort and motivator to know that you both have gone through similar things with your journey and to hear Nadine's inspiring advice. Thank you so much for this wonderful podcast and I'm so happy to see you and Jules doing well as I am a Port Salou crew member from the start. Lots of love, Shannon. Yes, Shannon. Hi, Shannon. There's a really lovely DM here on uh, Jules and Sarah podcast. This is from Poppy Poppy T8 or Poppy Tate. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 
Hello, George and Sarah. I wanted to write in for some advice. Oh. On Saturday, I moved to London, coming from a little town in Derbyshire called Ashbourne. This is a massive, daunting change. I'll say. I actually know Ashbourne. It's close. I think it's close to Bakewell. Is it? Yes. Oh, from the tart, yes. Um, I just wanted to know if you have any advice for me. Aww. Also, wanted to say thank you. You two and the podcast kept me smiling and laughing through writing my dissertation and finishing my exams. I look forward to it every week and I have been listening back to old episodes in between. You guys are amazing. You are. Love Poppy. Oh, Poppy, gorgeous thing. London, moving to London, um, my advice would be don't expect too much too soon. Like, I think it takes a long time. I think it takes a long time to get your head around how it all works and where everything is. It's an absolute monster. I think it can be hard to meet people, so don't be surprised if that takes some time. And I think, actually, London more than anywhere else, you've got to be proactive about meeting people. I think you've maybe joined groups or a little choir, maybe something like that, Poppy. Or if you're coming here for work... Yeah. Go for drinks after work. Yeah, and definitely. like socialise, socialise, socialise. Like don't be in your flat when yeah. you first move here. Just keep going out. A bit of advice that um somebody gave me when I first moved here was imagine because I was quite overwhelmed and I came from like somewhere quite similar to Poppy. Yeah. London is lots of tiny towns joined together. Yes. Because I was overwhelmed by the size. Mm. Whereas if you imagine all these little tiny places that are linked together, it's so much easier. Also, download City Mapper. Yes. It will be the easiest thing for you to get around London. Yep. That didn't exist when I was here and I had to use an A to Z. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> A to Z? That's because I'm getting really American. You're so American. Oh You're A to Z. Global. <laughs> We absolutely, we love you getting in touch. Please do write to us. We can give the address out at the end of the P.O. box. Um, And also, um, you can find us on Instagram, Jules and Sarah Podcast. Or Jules Von Hepp. And I'm at this Sarah Powell. Beautiful. How did Sheila get on this weekend? Well, she's really upped her game. Sheila has over-delivered on baked goods. (laughs) Easily done. Now, no. Sheila... When I was growing up, now you remember how she didn't bake at all through my childhood. The first birthday cake really she ever cooked for me was lopsided and she and she just melted chocolate over the top, which hardened. So it was not a frosting, it was just hard chocolate on a lopsided cake. It was dreadful. I didn't have the heart to tell her though. But my brother Nick bought her a KitchenAid for her 60th. Changed everything. Well, he didn't do it very nicely. She had to lug it on the train all the way back. <laughs> Like back north. Yeah, that's not. It's not good. He could have had it delivered. Yeah, could have had it sent. Now that's that's the medical industry for you. Don't think ahead. (laughs) Stitch it up and move on. (laughs) Anyway, um, she churned out the best coffee and pecan cake. She really added it up, changed it about. Yeah, made it her own. To the point where I had seconds. Wow. And these were healthy seconds, I must add. (laughs) Could have held a door open with the portions I was having. She then whipped out a lemon meringue. Oh, hi. Casual. Casual lemon meringue coming out of it there. Um, Then Ken said, he was like, it's honestly been a factory line of baked goods. (laughs) And now I've got the image of, she could almost be on the Pilates ball with the KitchenAid going. I think she could be in the running for Bake Off now. Now. Good heavens. She, <gasps> she isn't a eating a bloody crumb though. <laughs> yeah, she's not having a lick of it. Is she, she feeding, knows. putting it in Tupperware for people to take home? I know your game, Sheila. But also she's got a cake tin in one of the baskets under one of the fridges. Yes, there are multiple fridges at Sheila's. Uh, yes, she 
That's right. She's got OCD. It's like dairy in one, veg in another. Yeah. Um, but one of the baskets underneath has the cake tin. And you go in there now, every time you go home, a cake. Yeah, right. It's not very good for shredding, but it is worthwhile knowing. It is knowing. gorgeous, nevertheless. Apart, curry aside, how yes. is June? And June, she also did very well with a selection of salads. You would have really enjoyed it. With tomatoes grown in her own greenhouse. She was slightly smug about that, if I'm honest. Um, but yes, no, June was very good. I annoyed June this weekend because I, when I go home, um, I like to wear a slipper. But I didn't take my own, so I ended up borrowing. Even in this heat? Absolutely. Mate, it's slate floors at June, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah, very lovely underfoot. Um, so I ended up wearing her sliders, right, but they're pink fur. They're like a pink faux fur slider. We, I have questions. Yes, of course. Um, <laughs> June <laughs> in a furry slider. Yes. Yes, she loves them. Can't get enough. Where did she get them? I think she, well, inevitably. Don't worry, let got me them. get them for holiday. And I, <laughs> I want them. And I found them on next. They, do, they go up to size nine. Oh, really? Mm. All June's house footwear is from uh, usually Sainsbury's, if I'm honest. And she always tells the story of they were only six pounds and I went back to buy another pair and they'd all gone. That's usually how an indoor footwear situation goes for June that's normally what happens but June was annoyed because I wore the sliders with socks and she said I'd stretched them and demanded that she tried it on then and there and she literally threw her slipper off put her foot in the slider and went stretched like this she's livid she's really cross about it sorry June June. next get on next (laughs) and will we do a bit of news from the north oh my gosh let's so mine comes from harrogate-news.co.uk dreamy Lewis the naughty guinea pig hides in pram for a weekend away (laughs) (laughs) this is amazing this comes with incredible pictures as well Lewis is a naughty guinea pig from the Hasketh Farm Park near Bolton Abbey. He decided to have a weekend away after hiding in a pram. Brilliant. Susan Hesseltine from Hesketh Farm Park said, The couple visited the farm last Friday with their two grandchildren. They spent the whole day here, went on the tractor ride, fed the calves, collected the eggs. They were stalked by the sounds of it. Held the chicks <laughs> and spent a large amount of time cuddling the guinea pigs. Mm. The couple went back to their car folded the pram away, popped it in the boot, unknown to them. When they got home, they realised they had another passenger who was Lewis, our guinea pig. Brilliant. Susan added, Lewis spent the weekend in Thirsk, happily munching on their lawn. (laughs) And after a very rested weekend, they returned him to the farm. It is still a mystery how Lewis got to the bottom of their pram. That is it. There's there's definitely a tone of accusation around there. The blame doesn't solely lie with Lewis. I would say. This happened down south in somewhere near Brighton that two baby penguins got stolen. Two bit like these kids went and saw the baby penguins and just picked them up at the end and put them in their rucksacks, got them home and apparently said to their parents like, right, we're going to bed now. Good night. Um, And they went upstairs and the parents were like, what's going on here? And they'd run the bath and these two baby penguins were like flipping around in the bath. It was on the news like they'd been stolen. (laughs) But this guinea pig, I like the fact that this guinea pig has seen his moment. He's been like, weekend away. Yeah. Weekend away, freshly cooked grass. I've had all this. I'm sick of all these chickens and cows in this farm. I love thirst. (laughs) Perfect. Booked. Funny get. Leaps in. 
Um, so this has come from the good old Chester Chronicle. Yes. Chester hairdresser considering stage career after acting course success. <laughs> A hairdresser from Hatton Heath is considering a dramatic change of career after taking part in a new theatre workshop in Chester. Eileen Risen, who has acted with amateur companies in and around the city, has been inspired to turn professional following a pilot acting course for adults with the newly formed Northwest End Acting School. The mum of three, who has her own salon in Hool, signed up for the course after meeting professional actors and teachers Francis Tucker and Lucy Thatcher, who run the actor's house at Garden Lane Church in Chester. Eileen, 56, said, I have always loved acting. I remember when I was about 13 or 14 auditioning for a school play. I knew from the minute I walked in that I didn't have a chance. I wasn't very academic and the English and music teacher were in charge. I remember thinking, she's not going to even consider me. I never got picked for anything. I left school and trained as a hairdresser, which was one of the things you just did back then. And I got a job on board a ship. <laughs> it God, was there. it doesn't say what kind of ship. really took a turn. It was there that I met my husband, Ronnie, and we both trained as croupiers. I suppose there was an element of acting in that job, and I just loved it. Returning to Chester to start a family, Eileen joined Chester Music Theatre in Borton, where she took part in workshops looking at scripts and devising work. See, since then, she's been a member of Tattenhall Amateur Dramatic Society, Guild and Sutton Players, Chester Mystery Plays and Chester Little Theatre. She was even nominated for an award in the latter in 2016 for her role in The Cripple of Inishman. What? <laughs> she added, when you reach my age, she's changed now, when you reach my age, there's an element of being invisible when I got signed up for the actor's house I realised there's so much more to learn from everyone not just the teachers I was working with a young lad who'd done some drama training he said I find it better if you do this it was so refreshing I have learnt to listen more and not rely on my own preconceived ideas Eileen has already signed up to do the follow on course with the actor's house in September Lucy who trained at the art set in London and was in the original cast of the RSC production of Matilda in the West End said it was a an absolute joy to work with Eileen. She's obviously talented. As an actor, you never stop learning. In the first course, we looked at various techniques, including Minznier, Uta Hagen, and Stanislavski. In the second course, Good we'll God. takes me back, of course, to the degree. In the second course, we'll work on these techniques in greater depth, whilst pushing the actors to discover more about themselves so they can go on further and explore the craft of acting. Francis and I will then work with Eileen on putting together a showreel, looking for the right agent, and taking her through the minefield that is the acting profession. Eileen added, when I first joined the course, I asked Lucy and Francis, am I being ridiculous? Have I got a chance? I'd sold them to be brutally honest, which they were. Eileen has just discovered she's landed the role of Jill in Chester Playwrights Gail Young's new Head Over Heels, which will be staged by Tip Top Productions at the Foreman Studio Theatre in October. What an exhausting news from the North. What? What were those three words that you said that took you, took you back to your degree? Because, I, you know, for as mere mortals, you yes, haven't trodden the board. of course, I understand. I mean, these are the real pillars of the acting community. Everything we do, we owe to Stanislavski. And who is that? Well, he was... He, he developed the fourth wall. So the idea... The fourth wall? The fourth wall. Gosh, the idea that you're looking in on somebody else's life, you see. You're just privy to it that the acting would be happening whether you the audience were there or not it's the fourth wall 
God. Before then, everything had been very Brechtian, very reaching out to the audience, that sort of thing. Yes. yes. Oh, like involvement. Yes. It'd be I directly see. aimed at you. Whereas so he this was really, like, I see. Yeah. Gosh, now this is fascinating. Yeah. I think I've got some acting blood in me. Though. I think you definitely have, darling. I'm a interested shadow in shadow of in, a doubt. I mean, this practically is acting. Yes, it in is. One, in one sense of the word. <laughs> Do you want to play Would You Rather? Yes. Would you rather they make a film of your life before you were 21 or a film of your life after 21? I think this is an easy answer, <laughs> yeah. considering the plethora of haircuts that are in the vaults <laughs> that I have had. Which, I must say, one of my friends brought up at a dinner with, like, Lucy, my oldest friend, brought up my haircuts around new friends. I was like, no, 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 no. This we is between do, us. We don't yes. talk about those petrol blonde days, no. the undercut, the that's lopsided thing. That's, that's all gone. Everybody knows me as chic. Yes. Nobody needs to know that period of my life. <laughs> that era. Uh, so... After I yes. was 21. Yeah, I'm happy with after I was 21. I look good then. Yeah, very chic. Didn't leave school looking good. Good God. God, who did? <laughs> we the Pete Too Soon crew. Yeah, That's who Pete left. Too Soon. If you look good when you left school, sorry Uh-oh. about that. Um, we absolutely, we love you for listening. The rambling of it all. You can write to us. We love that. The P.O. Box, should you wish to get in touch, is... The Portsloo Crew HQ. P.O. Box. Six. Six. Seven. Four. Seven. London. N- w five. Nine. G. H. Um, we do always finish, of course, on Jules's word or affirmation of the week. What have you gone for? I've actually gone for a word uh, that is not English. Oh, interesting. Yes. <laughs> Branching out, are yes. we? Got through them all in this yes. country. Yes, I'm done with the English language. <laughs> yeah. To hell with it. <laughs> Um, this is actually a Japanese word. Oh! Wabi-sabi. Wabi-sabi? Mm. What does it mean? It means a way of living that focuses on finding beauty within the imperfections of life and accepting peacefully the natural cycle of growth and decay. What an incredible thing to have a word for. Could yeah. you use it in a sentence? Well, I, I, I don't speak yeah, Japanese, no. so it'll have to be bilingual, I'm afraid. <laughs> I don't know about you, darling, but today I've woken up just thinking wabi-sabi. <laughs> <laughs> we, we love you for listening and we will see you next time. Bye. <laughs> Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.